Welcome to the Joy Revolution podcast, where we are going to have deep chats about motherhood that will give you the insights, perspective shifts, and actionable tools to find ease in your day-to-day life so that you can gain back the energy and vitality you're missing and use it to create space for more joy. I'm Elizabeth Wallace, and I am here not to make motherhood easy. It's not but I am here to help you create more ease in your day-to-day life so you can close the gap between trying to match your experience of motherhood to a picture that looks good on paper or on Instagram and an experience of being a mom where your daily life feels good to you on your insides. Let's dig in. Okay. Hi. Welcome back to another episode of the Joy Revolution podcast. And this one is all about expectations. And it's funny because when I started recording this podcast, I was on vacation. And it was my first vacation since having my son almost 17 months ago. Because over the holidays, it was when we had his ear tubes put in and his tongue tie cut and it was, you know, all the family stuff in the holidays. So it wasn't like a, all right, we're going to take a week off and take a vacation. This was the very first one. And I was gonna talk about how the vacation itself had been a really great reminder of why I don't set expectations. And then I had to stop recording because my son got sick and he had molars coming in, and the week went to shit. And then I was going to record this episode earlier today, like nice and leisurely while my son was finally back at daycare. But then walked into daycare, and there was a sign letting us know that there were five freaking cases of hand, foot, and mouth in his room, and decided to march myself right on out of there and keep him home to avoid it. So Even when trying to record a podcast about setting expectations and thinking I was going to get it done, (laughs) it all got blown to hell. So here we are. This is actually perfect. So let's talk about expectations and motherhood or expectations and being a human, right? An adult. And to be clear, I'm talking about your own expectations, not other people's expectations of you which would be a whole other episode, right? No, today we're going to talk about expectations you hold about how you think your day is going to go, how your week is going to go, your weekend, right? How a vacation might go, how it might feel. And even if you're pregnant and listening to this or thinking about having a kid and listening to this, there's expectations about what motherhood will be like in general, right? And this absolutely makes sense. Like, expectations are normal and natural, right? Because when we envision the future, we're trying to prepare ourselves for what might happen because our brains are meaning makers and they want to know the end of any story, whether the story is how your day is going to go that day or how much you're going to get done over the course of a week or how fun your weekend will be or how relaxing your vacation will be, right? All of that to like, how motherhood is going to feel, right? Our brain wants to make sense of it so that it can know that you're safe. Now, 
the thing is, our brains are predictive, right? So the way that our brains work on this is like a very like simplified version, but the way that they work is that your brains use what you've experienced in the past to anticipate or guess what the future will be like. And that is really helpful and so smart. And we are so lucky to have our brains, but it's still a best guess, right? And it's funny because our brains do this automatically, right? We are wired to predict things. But what is funny about us humans is we also spend a lot of time feeding that part of our brain, amplifying and embellishing the predictive part of our brain to try to anticipate every little detail and then like hold on to it with an iron grip of how things are going to go, right? And how often do things go the way you think that they're going to go? Not very often, right? And this is something that I, oh my gosh, like I see over and over and over again in my conversations with clients and I see it, you know, in not just moms, of course, but with my mom friends and with myself as well, where when there is disappointment, when there is resentment, when things, when you're looking back being like, God, this is just like not going the way that I thought it was going to go. Right? That's the key piece, the way you thought it was going to go. There's a, a variation between what you thought and what actually is happening or has happened. And there's a gap there. And that's the gap that I want to look at today because it's actually really important and you can use it to curb a lot of the disappointment that you're feeling on a day-to-day basis about how much you're getting done, um, you know, how much fun you're having, how relaxing a day is, how enjoyable a weekend is, whatever it is for you, right? So we're going to take a look at that gap. But I do also want to note that I am not saying, you know, don't have hope that you're going to get a lot of stuff done today or that you're going to have a really fun weekend. Don't, I'm not saying don't have excitement about the vacation that you have upcoming. Quite the opposite. And I want you to feel all the hope and excitement you possibly can. And I want you to notice where you're clinging really hard to the vision of how you think things will be or how you thought things would be, rather than adjusting or making it a practice to adjust to how it is, right? And here's why. Likely, very likely, we are either envisioning only the good or only the bad because our brains like to think in black and white, right? You're thinking about that vacation that you have with your in-laws down the road and and maybe you're like, oh my gosh, it's going to be an amazing vacation. It's going to be so, so good. I'm going to you know, have all these hands to help me watch my kid. And I'm going to go for coffee. I'm going to go for walks and it's going to be so leisurely and luxurious. And I'm going to go to the pool, right? Like you have this vision of how it's going to be, how you're going to feel, or maybe 
you're dreading that vacation. You're like, oh, it's going to be terrible. Like my mother-in-law is going to be up my ass. She's going to be commenting about every single thing I do. You know, she's going to be judging me, blah, 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 blah. It's very rare that we're like, well, you know, this upcoming vacation, there are things that I'm looking forward to. I know that there will also be things that I don't enjoy as much. And, you know, it's we don't tend to think about and really um, sort of allow for all the variation of human experience, right? We hardly ever envision or expect all the nuances of the human experience, but a human experience is what we get. So when we are picturing something that is upcoming, something that we are expecting or envisioning, right? We often set, quote unquote, our expectations in a um, black and white, rigid way. Right? And that ends up being the problem. Twofold, right? Number one, that we don't allow for and don't, you know, our brains don't want to entertain the idea that it's going to be both. Like it's going to be good and it's going to be bad and you're going to get, you know, have fun and you're going to be tired and you're going to be annoyed and you're going to be joyful. Like our brains don't like to encompass all of that, except for that, like that literally is being human. So I don't know at what point we will evolve (laughs) for that to be not sort of a a fight within our brains, but that is what is just true, right? So there's the human experience part of it and our brains liking to think in black and white. And then there's the idea of setting expectations, right? Because when you set expectations, the problem is just that. They're set, immovable. When we know as moms, or like honestly, as humans, hardly anything is set, Right. And so that is where a lot of the friction, a lot of the rub, a lot of the disappointment, a lot of the frustration, the resentment stems from is that we're holding on so tight to a black and white picture of how things are going to go when really life is a very unpredictable, actually, <laughs> and it's filled with color. So, How do you then reconcile trying to envision your future? Because your brain is naturally going to do that. But how do you help your brain think about it in a different way that actually benefits you by leaving room for the human experience, right, for things to shift and change? And how do you not hold on so tightly so that when things start to go differently than you maybe expected, right, or thought they were going to, it's not a problem, right? You're able to adjust and be flexible. I think if there was one quality or skill that is, you know, at the root of ease and joy in motherhood is it is the ability to be flexible. Um, And so much of the time we are trying to control the outcome. And I really think what I'm about to share with you, this new way of thinking about expectations is going to give you the ability to 
grow your own flexibility, grow your own capacity to be flexible. So I'm going to break this down into three different sections, sort of the the um, past, present, and future, but we're going we're gonna to think about future first because this is about expectations. So we're going to apply this to an example of a vacation because that is what I am coming off of. Now, my vacation, I had this, this idea, this expectation of like, oh my gosh, it's going to be hot and sunny. I'm going to be at the pool. We're going to be playing. I'm going to have lots of family around to watch my son. I'm going to go for coffee. He's going to have his first ice cream. I'm going to sleep in. We're going to spend the whole week there, etc. And like, it doesn't even matter like the circumstance, what changed, but the circumstances changed. We ended up coming home early and we readjusted. We were like, all right, we're going to send him to daycare and have days at home where we can like rest and relax. And then after the first day back at daycare, he we got the sick call and he came home and he was sick. He was then out of daycare. Also, we were overrun with carpenter ants. And so we were dealing with that. And it was just sort of like really there was a, some real moments of disappointment because I was holding on really tight to this idea of it's going to be sunny. I'm going to be at the pool. We're going to be away for the entire week, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it was like raining and we were home with a sick kid and carpenter ants, right? So taking like a vacation as the example, okay? When we think about expectations, the first thing that comes to mind is the future focus part, right? Setting expectations. And I want to offer you a different way of thinking about the future in a time-bound way, right? And by a time-bound way, I'm like, I, what I mean is a different way of thinking about something that's upcoming, like a vacation, um, in a different way. And that is this. <laughs> Set your orientation, not your expectations. Okay, set your orientation, not your expectations. And what I mean by orientation is like what generally, what vibe, what feeling, what priority priority are you oriented towards? Meaning, what is this vacation about for you? Right? Defining for yourself, what does vacation mean for us this time, this week? What does it mean for me? Right? Am I oriented towards rest? Right? Is that the overarching umbrella feeling, vibe, priority that I want to be aligning myself with? Right? Your orientation is how you are positioning yourself for the week, right? How can I position myself towards rest if that's what you want the vacation to be about? How can I position myself or align myself towards a general feeling of playfulness or fun or connecting with my family, right? How do I want to orient? Set your orientation not your expectations, right? Because an expectation is a set vision. Whereas when you align yourself, orient yourself, or position yourself towards a more general feeling, vibe, or priority, 
then there's flexibility within that, different ways to achieve that, right? So that's, that is like the main piece to do ahead of time. Set your orientation, not your expectations, and define what it means for you. Then there's the question of like, okay, then you're on vacation, right? How do you not end up disappointed? For this, I'm going to introduce you to my secret weapon question, (laughs) which is what is just true right now? What is just true? Because often where expectations or even an orientation falls short is if you do not check in with yourself along the way to see, oh, have I sort of like taken a right turn and I'm like going down a path that I don't want to go towards? Am I not aligned or positioned to, you know, uh, set myself up for how I want this vacation to be, right? What is just true right now? Because you might have the most beautiful vacation planned, right? Everything is put in place and set up to support you to have, you know, the the restful vacation that you desire. Can you tell that I'm tired because I'm like, I have the restful vacation that you that you desire, right? But what might just be true is that your kid gets sick and you have carpenter ants in your house, right? That is you know, things take a left turn, circumstances change, we can't predict the future. And so the way to ensure that you don't just get totally waylaid by unpredictable things happening is to continually ask yourself, what is just true right now? I could do an entire podcast about this particular question and how it is honestly the key the key. I'm like, I'm like, my hands are so big right now. I'm like, it is the key to happiness. It is the key to happiness. (laughs) Because when you actually allow yourself to acknowledge and admit and sort of reconcile what is just true right now, then you have the ability to adjust course. Right. And that's the other part of the present moment piece. Right. What is just true right now? And then allowing yourself to respond to what is just true, keeping in mind what you want your orientation to be, what your priorities are. So, for example, if your vacation gets disrupted and you're home with a sick kid and carpenter ants, and you really were trying to orient towards rest, well, then maybe it's a conversation with your partner of like, hey, we're home. It's raining. There's ants. There's a sick kid. How can we give each other the opportunity for rest? Because that is what we want to get out of this vacation. Instead of everything just blowing to shit and you feeling tired and resentful and disappointed. I swear if I were to distill down the coaching process that I work with with clients, it's What is your orientation? What is true for you right now? How do you respond to that? Okay, what is your orientation? What is just true for you right now? How do you respond to that? It is highly, highly, highly effective in creating an experience of life that actually feels good to you and doesn't ignore what is actually true for you, right? While still getting you where you want to go. 
Maybe not the way in which you envisioned getting there, but that's the point, right? Like we really can't predict exactly how we are going to get to the places we want to get to in life, whether that is feeling rested at the end of a vacation or feeling productive at the end of a day, okay? And that also then brings me to at the end of a vacation or at the end of a day, how do you look back on and not feel disappointed or not judge your experience? And honestly, I think that eliminating these set expectations and instead setting your orientation and giving yourself the those check-ins of what is just true for me right now and the ability to respond and, and uh, realign yourself with your priorities goes a long way in not having any sort of uh, residual kind of looking back, the, back at the experience, resentment, um, or judgment. But, you know, there is something that is just true, which is that there's a lot of weird expectations around returning from a vacation or after a weekend. Like, there is just this idea out there that if you take a vacation or on a Monday morning that you will be totally refreshed and sprightly and working triply as effectively. But like, how often is that ever really the case? Right? Like, I can tell you coming back from this vacation that we had last week, I am dying. I'm so tired. And, you know, we were oriented towards family time and fun and new experiences with our son. And we got that. You know, it was kind of a roundabout way, but we got that. And, you know, yet I still feel this sort of societal mm, uh, expectation, I would say, actually like set idea. There is an expectation that exists out there that we should return totally refreshed, ready to take on the world and like ready almost to like make up for the time that you quote unquote lost being productive, which is such an American culture thing. Adam Grant, um, who if you don't know him, you should go find him on Instagram. He recently posted something that said, and this is me quoting him, weekends shouldn't be time to recover. They should be time to rejoice. Burnout culture exhausts us through the week and forces us to recharge on the weekends. Healthy cultures provide daily space to refuel. Places that continually deplete our energy don't serve our well-being. Um, can I get an amen? <laughs> right? I think one of the things that so many of us struggle with whether it's on a Monday morning or coming back from a vacation, is this societal expectation or set idea that we, you know, show up like like life hasn't been happening, right? When really like life is just lifing all over us all the free. So one of the things that I find really helpful in this is naming it like, okay, yeah, it's a transition, Coming back from vacation is a transitional period. Let's just call it what it is. Let's not pretend that is it is this magic pill where all of a sudden you wake up on your return and you are like brand spanking new or you wake up on a Monday morning and you're brand spanking new. That's simply not true. 
So instead of holding in your mind this idea of I should be fresh, allowing yourself to acknowledge what is just true, this is a transition and I get to see myself through that with grace and kindness and, you know, like a little bit of time and a little bit of ease can go a long, long way in also setting you up for your next weekend or your next vacation because it takes the pressure off, right? It takes the pressure off of, you know, you having to fulfill your and society's expectations of, what a weekend should be like, what a vacation should be like, how much you should get done in a day. Because the vacation that you just took or the vacation you're about to have is not the only vacation you're going to take in your life. The weekend that you're about to have this coming weekend is not the only weekend you're going to have in your life. And the work day that you are in the middle of or that you will have, depending on when you are listening to this, is not the only work day you will have. With expectations comes pressure. And with pressure comes that hustle culture. And with hustle culture comes burnout. Right? So it starts with the expectations. To recap, right? Instead of setting expectations, set your orientation. Then ask yourself, my favorite secret question, what is just true for me right now? And then respond to what is just true, keeping in mind what your priorities are. And remember, this isn't the only workday, the only weekend, the only vacation you will ever have. This isn't your only chance for rest, for fun, for connection. Allow yourself to take the pressure off. And now I want to try a little something because I have you here. I am in your ears for you to actually put this into practice and check in with yourself. And I want you to notice, to sort of take a moment to look inside and ask yourself, what expectations do I have or am I holding on to for today? Maybe it is that you're going to get X amount of things checked off your to-do list. Maybe you're expecting your baby's nap schedule to go a certain way. What expectation are you holding on to today? Right now. And then just notice how it feels in your body to be holding on to that expectation. What's that like for you? Good. Now, I want you to, whatever position you're sitting in or walking in, just shift position like like a moderate amount. (laughs) So what I mean is like if you're sort of hunched over a little bit, just sit up and square your shoulders. Or if you're walking, maybe slow your gait if you're walking quickly. Or if you're walking slowly, speed up. Just some sort of bodily change. Now, ask yourself, 
instead of holding an expectation. How do I want to orient myself today? Right, maybe if you are in the middle of um, working on your baby's nap schedule, you know, how do you want to be within that? How do you want to respond to and be with your child? Maybe you want to orient towards like learning what works and what doesn't work. Maybe you want to orient towards flexibility. Maybe you want to orient towards patience, you know? How do you want to orient yourself today? What feeling do you want to cultivate today? Maybe it is that you want to orient towards getting a certain type of task done today. But ask yourself, what will getting that type of task done help me feel? What am I looking for out of that? All right, how are you positioning yourself? What are you aligned with for the rest of today? And now I want you to notice what is just true right now. Maybe it's that you're listening to this and, you know, like your baby is just woke up from a nap and is screaming bloody murder and you've got this podcast in your ears to like drown that out, right? Okay, it's nap schedule is like not going as planned, right? Or maybe you had a... Uh, an expectation of having a really productive day while your kid was at daycare and now they're home sick, right? And what is just true is my kid is homesick. How do I respond to that while orienting myself towards the way that I want to feel, right? The How do I orient myself towards the overarching umbrella of what I want today to be about? And then taking into consideration what is just true for you right now. How do you need to or want to respond to that? Right? So if you are oriented towards feeling really productive, but what is just true with that is that your kid is homesick and you no longer have the time that you thought you did to get things done. Right? How do you want to or need to respond to yourself based on what is just true? Sometimes it's that you need to shift your orientation. Or other times it's that you expand your idea of what counts towards that orientation. So you can still have a really productive feeling day when your kid is homesick, but likely the things that you are going to do will be different. You can still have a restful vacation when your plans are interrupted. It just might look different based on what is just true. I'm going to put this or frame this one other way in case this lands with you, okay? Expectations are a picture, right? It's a vision of what you 
what you see for yourself. And usually it is concrete, it is, it is black and white, but an orientation is an emotion. Okay, so the difference is if I expect to have a restful vacation, well, then I am picturing sleeping in. I am picturing laying out in the sun. I am picturing going for leisurely walks by myself. And then if those things don't happen, I end up disappointed. Whereas an orientation is a feeling, an emotion, a vibe. So when I orient towards rest, then there are a zillion different ways that I can elicit that feeling. There are a zillion different paths that I can take to fulfill that hope for myself. And the way that I ensure that I do that is by checking in and asking what is just true for me right now and adjusting course based on that. All right. So experiment with not setting expectations and instead setting your orientation by asking yourself, what do I want today to be about? How do I want to feel today, this weekend, this vacation? Right? And then as you are living your life and moving through that day, that weekend, that vacation, asking yourself, what is just true for me right now? And how do I need to or want to respond to myself to adjust course so that I am still aligned with or setting myself up for or positioning myself towards the orientation that I desire, aka towards the feeling that I desire? What are the different ways that I can help myself get that feeling? All right. I will put these questions in the show notes so that you have really fast access to them. Um, but give them a try. I experiment with this as your as your method of planning your days and your weekends and your vacations and notice how it makes you feel. Okay, so I was going to end the episode there, but I actually just hung up on a client call where we talked about this very situation. Right? She had been on vacation last week, as had I, and it had not gone according to her expectations. So we went through this process. We essentially talked through the ep- this episode of the podcast, um, and she said something so freaking brilliant at the end that I wanted to share with you. She said, it's like I was trying to micromanage my days so intensely without macromanaging the overarching idea or feeling that we wanted to get out of the week. And I was like, shit, that is so fucking genius. And that is so much of how we live our lives, especially as mothers, when there is so much to manage, where when we spend our time and our energy trying so hard to micromanage all the small details without checking in with ourselves to see how we're doing and picking our heads up to see, like, where am I oriented towards? Right? What am I, what is the overall, the overarching feeling that I'm going for right now? Well, then, of course, we get lost in all the tiny details. 
and feeling like we're drowning in managing all that stuff. So I just wanted to share that with you because I was like, damn, that hits home. And I hope it hits home for you as well. Thank you so much for listening. My hope is that with each of these podcasts, you will create a little bit more mental and emotional ease in your day-to-day life. Because those one-degree shifts, they add up. If you're looking for more, you can find me on my Instagram at ElizabethTheJoyCoach, or you can learn more about working with me personally at my website, www.ElizabethWallaceWellness.com. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever you are listening to make it easier for other moms to join the joy revolution.